0: Three questions for Trustworthy AI. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Rithika Gunner, Vice President of AI Expert Labs at IBM. Welcome, Rithika. Thank you for having me. So what do you and your team do at IBM? I have a team
1: of thousands of consultants and our job is to work with customers every day to make their outcomes that they want real using our technology.
0: You see AI implementations of all types across the globe. What role does trust play in moving an AI project from experimentation to production? Trust is
1: probably one of the main factors that we see a lot of customers have when it comes to how they scale AI in production and how many models they're willing to put in production. Um, I'll give you a quote from um, one of the CIOs of a financial institution we worked with. He said, I have a thousand flowers of AI blooming. Yet when you look in production, I only have a handful. And that's because I need to be able to have trust in how AI is making those decisions.
0: As you and your team approach AI deployments, you like to test them by asking three questions. Walk us through those questions and how you determine the answers.
1: The first one is, is my
0: AI fair?
1: Inherently, if we look at this to make sure that you know certain models are built are fair, we need to be able to understand like when there's actually bias in a particular model. If you think about it, your AI is only as good as your data, and that's why we like to say you're You can't have good AI without a good IA or an information architecture. Inherently, if you look at data, data itself is biased. So when you look at the models that you're building on data, there is a lot of work to be done to one, detect the bias and two, when you detect bias to be able to mitigate that bias. Now, there are a lot of tools that exist in the market that actually detect bias as you're building models but the important thing is to be able to do it at all stages of the AI life cycle from when you build it to when you're actually testing it to when you're in production and that steady state in production. So the first question we always get is, is my AI fair? The The second thing in that trust element that we talked about and that I had a conversation with the CIO about is, is my AI explainable? I want to understand when I put AI into production, what are the factors that go into AI making a decision and how heavily weighted are each one of those factors? Um, So in cases like financial services, where you're determining whether to approve or deny a claim, um, or in other heavily regulated industries, you're going to want to know what are the things that went into deciding whether you're going to approve or deny a claim, and what weighting or factor did that provide? So the second question is, is my AI explainable? And the third thing is, is my AI robust? Meaning, is it protected against adversarial attacks? And are, are, are we actually protecting the model itself and making sure that that model is secure? So these are the three questions we get. Is my AI fair? Is it explainable? And is it robust?
0: Are there best practices that you use to make sure that each of these points are properly addressed? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of the areas where
1: within IBM, a lot of our research teams are really focused on these three core areas, because we believe this is really essential in terms of going from proof of concept projects to really putting these projects in production. Um, so a lot of our investments are looking at how do you really understand bias not only while you're building a model, but especially when that model is in production and how do we have techniques and research components that de-bias that model. So the best practices are, you wanna be able to start as you're doing in development, but you really need to take that end to end across that life cycle of that model, where that model resides in production, and as it's it's continuing to be curated and changing in production. Um, So, you know, you have to consider that full end-to-end life cycle. That's one of the first best practices. The second is really understanding how to use the technology in a way where as AI is actually being used to be an advisor to the end user, how they can actually use the explainability kind of components and really understanding and making it human um, human readable. So that's another thing that we put a lot of investment in is you wanna make sure that you understand those factors in a way where a human can really take that and really understand the weightings of things. Um, so it's understanding the whole life cycle, really kind of understanding what it means to make it consumable for um, the human who is on the other side of that um, to understand how explainability is working.
0: Can you give an example of a deployment where this was successful? Oh, we have a
1: number of successful deployments where um, and they're and they're scaling across every industry and every kind of use case. Um, But in one of them, we're actually using um, explainability and bias detection, um, especially in in the times of um, George Floyd and and human rights, to be able to detect where there may be biases in hiring decisions, and how organizations can self-correct that, and how they can determine even factors that went into hiring decisions. So we're seeing that as a use case that's, that's um, pretty hot right now. And that's scaling across multiple organizations, especially in the wake of wanting to be able to have very fair hiring practices across many organizations.
0: So what's the key to getting AI infused into the overall workflow? What message does the C-suite need to embrace? I think um, it's really about not just building the AI, but making sure that
1: we're really creating that trust and transparency as we put the AI into production applications and processes. Trust and
0: transparency is the core to scaling out AI. Rithika Gunner, Vice President of AI Expert Labs for IBM. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? You can reach me on
1: Twitter at, um, at Rithika underscore Gunner, or connect with me on LinkedIn. And of course you can always visit our webpage at
0: www.ibm.com forward slash Watson. Sounds good. Thanks again for joining us Rithika and find more of my interviews right here on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.